Welcome to the Believing and Achieving podcast, where we discuss all things related to health, longevity, improvement, awareness, and creativity. I am your host, Kylie Comstock, a self-taught master of the mind and body. Each week, we will have a topic to discuss with guests of all different backgrounds, stories, and knowledge to help you unlock the power within and incinerate your goals. I love it. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the Believing and Achieving podcast. I am so, so happy to be here today. We have a special guest named Maddie. She is a master esthetician, and she has been able to build a social media following and build up an incredible clientele. Um, She has helped people feel better about themselves and been her own boss slash ditch the nine to five. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to learn from her today. And Maddie, we are so excited to hear from you. So um, starting off, I have a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of just want to know your your upcoming story. So tell me a little bit about that, how you became who you are. Yeah. So I, um, all through high school, I knew that I didn't want to do the nine to five. That was always something that was just I, I love working and I was always really driven, but I didn't want to do that. And so I had been around my mom as an esthetician as well. And I had kind of been around that and lashes seemed like something that would be really, really fun. And what attracted me to it was I could also be home and be working. And I wasn't just stuck to a computer, but I was also able to like still get to know people and still get to hear everyone's stories. And so um, when I graduated, I had my aesthetics license and then I trained other under my mom and was able to just start my business slowly through COVID and all the craziness and it's been really nice and so I really liked it but yeah that's kind of what kind of what brought me up to there I never I served a lot in high school and that was fun but to me clocking into a job and having someone decide what I get paid and what I when I clock in and when I clock out and when I have to work never seemed ideal to me oh absolutely and everyone's moving away which is so cool oh yeah everybody wants to move away from that because it's just it's it's kind of taking your freedom away you're not allowed to move or do anything that you want to do in your own way um when you're clocked into that um so yeah i I love that i think that's awesome that you were able to find an outlet and I'm, i'm curious now so when you were um in kind of the COVID era did you just decide to make an instagram from then or what was like your approach to that yeah so I started one of the things especially with you know being an esthetician and my specialty is lashes it's uh, you know you're dealing with clients and you're dealing with referrals and so I decided to kind of reach out to the people closest to me um and so obviously at the time it was girls that I knew from high school so I would post like on my snapchat and on my Instagram, Instagram was a bigger outlet just because you can reach way more people than are just what's in your little small circle. Whereas, you know, Snapchat is kind of that. And so I had made an Instagram and that's been a really great way for me to not only connect with people that I don't know that I would ever meet or, you know, that are not even in like my area where I work out of. And so it was nice not only for that, but I was able to kind of post my work too so that people could see that and on top of that be able to showcase all of my policies and you know how to prepare for your appointment and all those things that you know you're not always able to see if you're just booking with someone and they're saying okay cool I'll see ya but 
but instead people are able to go to my page not only look at my work and decide kind of what look they want to do but also get an idea of what my policies are what I allow and what I don't allow and instead of coming to me and not having a clear idea of what that is so it's been really cool so yeah Instagram was probably the best way to go to go about it and obviously reaching out to people and having clients refer refer each other and so that's been really nice yeah and I gotta give Maddie a shout out on the lashes she just (laughs) kills it it's funny because she's so right referrals are probably definitely the number one because it's like everywhere I go everyone's like where'd you get your lashes done Who, who did those and and it's funny, like people who even are like, "Oh, I just love the natural look." They're like, "Who, who's your last lady?" <laughs> it's always that they way. They always want to just start up somehow. So I love that. Um, another big um, thing I wanted to ask you was, what was the biggest factor that helped you be successful, like with um, with dancing? Mm-hmm. And like she, Maddie also is a gym addict, and she's <laughs> has the most amazing body, and she takes such That's good sweet. care of herself. So, um, yeah, I'm just curious to like, what was the biggest factor that made you successful in, you know, all these different facets of life? Cause I'm sure people would love to learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think a big thing is just having that focus, whether it's, you know, like you, like you said, you know, I, I do have a, a, a many facets of my life where, whether it's owning a business and addition or in the gym or dancing or even in relationships, you've just got to have, have kind of those, those blinders on and just focus and set your goal, but also be willing to kind of fail because there have been times where I have failed, where I let's, you know, touch on the gym where I went back and I I gained weight or I didn't lift as heavy as I wanted to, or I took a couple weeks off or, you know, things like that. But sometimes giving yourself that grace and still keeping, you know, on the track and not just completely getting off of the rails and being like, okay, well, I messed up a little bit, so I'm going to give up. Keep that focus, you know, look where you're going, but also give yourself that grace to kind of fail and kind of take a step back. And I think the focus has really been what's helped me. I, I've always been kind of a goal setter. I've always really liked having lists and having set, okay, this week I want to get this done and this done. And, and this to do to achieve that along with having that focus um making sure that you have a way to get there because I think you can say a lot of empty words it's easy to you know talk the talk but you need to walk the walk and you need to have a way to get there you know let's say I'm gonna you know let's bring back the gym I want to lift 300 pounds on my deadlift hypothetically what are you doing to get there? Are you just going to say you want to do that and you're just kind of doing open-ended things, empty things that aren't going to help you get there? Or are you going to say, okay, Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to work on my deadlift. But then every day I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to get enough sleep. And so I think that's been a, another big thing. So just that focus, you know, keeping keeping your head straight and also giving yourself grace, but making sure that there are ways to get there. It's just not open-ended that makes sense yeah wow I love that (laughs) it's really hard I think in nowadays too like for people to focus yeah they have consistent distractions around them every everywhere yeah what was something that helped you focus and and when you focused was it one thing at a time was it little steps at a time Mm -hmm. tell me about that I think one of the biggest things and it it definitely was not just one thing at a time I'm kind of I kind of am scatterbrained to where there's like 70 different things that I'm like okay I want to do and I do have to kind of hone in on just a couple. So I feel like that is possible. You don't have to just have one goal. I do feel like it's smart to kind of take each facet of your life, whether that be 
the gym or your family or your work or you're, you know, leaving that nine to five. Um, try to get one goal for each of those facets of your life. So I think for me, what helped me kind of keep that focus was just not letting the other distractions come about. Because um, there are a lot of things where like, I, especially being self-employed, I can take off plenty of time if mm-hmm. I want. I have plenty of money saved to if I wanted to that. However, I see the numbers of clients and I want to keep that consistent. The consistency for me was really big. I kind of thrive. And I think most people thrive on consistency. Um, And I think for me, that was the thing that was like, okay, if I keep focused now and I keep focusing on trying to make sure that I have all my clients and that I have, that I'm showing up for work and that I'm focusing in the gym, then I'm not just, you know, going to get distracted. And then my life's consistent because now I'm at a place in my life where I consistently work Monday through Friday, typically with the often few on weekends. But, and I always, I can basically set my own schedule now. And I did that because I took the opportunity to kind of go through the hard parts and go through where it wasn't so fun and where I had to take clients really, really late because I needed that client for the money and for the, to have more clientele and, um, and also in the consistency, like we, you and I both know how consistent you have to be if you want to lift 300 pounds or, um, be more flexible or get through yoga or, just, just that consistency, and I think knowing that we're able to get to a life where it stays consistent. You think that angle was like something that kept you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. so with, with things that you feel that at the start, you said that, that it was kind of like you just pushed through it because you knew it was there. Yeah, okay. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That, is that is amazing. I think that's, that's something that's also another really hard thing because. In the, in the first, first anything, starting, starting anything, there's a lot of failure. And you're, and you're like, like, okay, well, I suck. I'm not, I'm not, not going to do this, you know? But, but I think, I think um, there's a quote from Andrew Huberman. I always quote this, but just happiness in the pursuit. It is not, it is not in the sense that, like, once you get there, it's not going to bring you this, like, obscure happiness. I don't know if that's for you. But it's like, you get to the end, like, yeah, okay, okay, there's, there's still more to do. do. There's, there's still more things I can be better at, you know? There's, there's always more to do. And I think that that's, that's another, another thing, thing really important you touched on is, on is yes, keep looking towards, towards that final goal. goal. However, enjoy life until then. Because if you live by, by okay, when, when I, I make when, when I finally have this disease, when I finally do this, you're, you're going to be miserable the entire time getting there. And, and I tried to keep that, that goal and focus in mind, but also, but also enjoying the whole ride, ride that's getting get there. Because I'm still not perfectly where I want to be. Like, we all have things to do. I think the important thing is just enjoying that ride there. You know, like you said, that path, the journey. Yeah. As much as I hate that word. Totally. Not that journey for you. Exactly. Um, okay, okay, so now that we've kind of discussed, discussed like, like your, your overall story, story and, like, and like you know, you know what, what got you there, there. Um, um, what, what are some, some of your success, success like daily habits? Like, like what, what are the things like are not negotiable for yeah. you? Um, I think a couple, a couple of my, my big thing is morning. Your your success of your day starts with the morning, and I think being like you know high school, I was definitely a night person. I love to just 
sleep, sleep in, in and then get up for a possible second. second. And I watched the success of my life kind of diminish. And when I became an adult, I realized how personal sleep is. So I would even say so far as to go back and make sure that you're getting enough sleep, whether that's six hours, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours from people. Um, that's, that's a non-negotiable for me. Every morning I check, check my, my, my sleep tracker and try to, try to make sure that, um, my sleep was okay and kind of adjust if I wasn't sleeping as well or if I woke up in the middle of the night or I couldn't fall asleep as fast. Um, and another one that I've been really, really, really interested in lately and I feel like has kind of helped with just my overall energy throughout the day, um, is liberal exposure. So, so you can, you can do that a couple ways. ways. You can get in there. I just have to hold the plunge. Um, I don't have one of those, unfortunately, but I just get in for a cold shower. Freezing cold shower, I turn it up, or I can turn it down, and I try to sit in there for anywhere from one to three minutes. And that has been one of the things that just hypothetical, I guess, kind of, it just shocks your system and it just gets you ready for the day. Um, um, and that's, that's one that I try to hit almost every morning, and then it's helped, like I said, it just boosts that energy. I'm more awake. Um, another one for me is just keeping a positive mindset throughout the day. I think that's one that we easily forget, and then that we can go through life and just kind of be like, oh, this, this happened to me today, or I didn't get to do work that I wanted today, or someone cut me off on the way to work, and you just kind of let that tarnish your day. And, and I've, I've tried, tried to just live in this mindset, mindset where it is what it is. Especially, especially with my line of work. It, it does happen where clients cancel day up. And, and I am sitting for an hour and working. And, and as frustrating as that can potentially be, I try to just get to the point where I'm like, you know what? And it is what it is. I can't change it. Let me just get back to that hour. You know, and that's been another big thing that I think has helped. And I think the last one is just making sure that I get some type of like, you know, like I said, you know, we're both really into the gym and fitness is the big focus of our lives. And I think just getting some, whether it's, you know, an audio class or a super hard lift, I just try to get some kind of movement in a day. And that's kind of my self-care, too. Like, if I am crazy, busy, talking to all these other people all day long and working hard and, you know, doing all the things that you need to do during the day, um, I try to just let myself have 50 minutes of just mindless exercise and I think those have been the big things that have really helped that's amazing you have a lot I know I keep saying that but a lot of the habits you have are so cool like I'm learning so much from you I'm I'm like ready to start doing cold exposure I think that could be so amazing I could really get things about it yeah um and also too like you said I think a lot of people don't love themselves enough to give them that time they that's a form of self-love and if you're allowing other people to step in and, you know, take that time over, that's disrespecting you. That's not allowing you to have the happiness that you are so deserving of. I think people forget that they're deserving of things because they think, oh, well, I'm tied to my career. I'm tied to this. This, this is what gives me worth in the world. Um, so I really love that. I think that's really important. And that's something I've also incorporated in my life is just movement and getting lots of sleep. I try. You're better at it than me, for sure. And um, I think also something that you can share. What is that tracker you use? That um, yes, yeah. So right now I'm using the Amazon Halo Band. Um, I don't have the one that has the digital. I try to keep 
screens off my body as much as possible. I just don't want to always look down and have something looking at me, but it's great. It tracks your sleep, it tracks your heart rate, you can track your workouts. Um, it's pretty inexpensive. I want to say it's like 50 to 80 bucks. I don't remember exactly, but um, I really like it. It's a great intro. I think if you're wanting to get more into the wellness and, and fitness, you know, being mindful of what's going on in your body at any given time of the day. Um, I think this is a great starter for you to start out with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I, I've said multiple times, I'm like, I'm going to go get that. And I keep forgetting <laughs> now that I have it on recording. I'm like, okay, yes, it's time to go. order one now. Um, okay. So um, we've kind of talked about success habits. We've talked about um, factors that have helped um, with your growing your social media, your dance, gym, everything. I haven't really touched on dance as much. Um, that was something I actually want to know about. So growing up, were you, like, how frequently were you dancing? Um, so I, I started when I was pretty young. Um, it got to where I was dancing almost every day, a couple hours a day. Um, I, my most recent years of dance, I was on dance company in high school. And then I actually taught dance right after I graduated just a couple months ago. And um, it's been really fun. So it's it's definitely, it takes that dedication and it takes that focus. And I think I just loved it so much, though. I mean, when, when you're in the competitive, crazy world, it's it's crazy and it's insane. And, and you're, you definitely have days where you're like, why am I doing this? And... For me, being able to go on that stage and perform to the best of my ability or nail a combo in class or now in recent months be able to share that talent with kids that are as young as when I started. That's been something that's been really cool to be able to share and it's made all those hard, crazy days and, and painful joints and, you know, um, it's been made it really worth it. Wow, yeah, and I, and, like, also, too, I feel like, like you said, with the dedication, like, dance is one of those things where it's, like, most people I hear that I talk to dance, like, 60 plus, like, hours a week, like, they're literally in the studio, like, 12 hours a day, um, so I don't know, was that, like, kind of similar to your experience? There were definitely a couple days, especially, like, those competition days where, where you're getting there at six in the morning, and you're competing throughout the day, definitely you've got some breaks, but, um, and you're there till midnight, and that's just, that's a day and you're exhausted and but you love every second of it mm -hmm. it's, it's the funnest feeling so mm -hmm. yeah dance is it's an it's an amazing sport too it's like people often discredit it. they won't say it's a sport they'll say oh no dance isn't. Mm -hmm. but it's like when you're dedicating that much time a part of a team a part of if there's someone instructing you to do something that's a sport. totally anyway um okay so here is some more questions for you what mistakes have you made along the way? What are some things that you um, feel like maybe you failed at, but you have grown from? Oh, that is a tough question. Not that I haven't made mistakes, but I'm like, let's see, there's so many. Um, I don't know that I would say it was a specific mistake, but I definitely look back at the way that I ran my business two years ago than I do today. Um, and I think there are definitely things that I would change. One of the biggest things for me was boundaries and boundary work. Mm -hmm. And yes, when you work in a client base and even just in any facet of your life, you have to hold boundaries. Like we, we said, said for that self-love and that self-care, you have to hold those boundaries. And that was something, me being more of a people pleaser personality where I thought I just had to, you know, do any time that a client wanted, 
you know, bow down to them, do whatever I could. And of course, to some extent, you do need to be flexible towards your client's time or people in your family or, you know, just any type of facet of your life. But I think I took it to an extreme where I felt like I had to take away from myself in order to make everyone else happy, whether that was in my career or in relationships. And that is one thing that I look back even just two years ago, starting my business. And now that it's so important because you are just, you're half a mind when you're giving your whole self into everyone else. Um, so in my business and even personal life, I would say that's probably one of the bigger mistakes is not holding those boundaries. Um, I think another one kind of turning back to like the grace aspect, giving yourself grace. I used to be so hard on myself, especially in the gym. I know as women, like, we're always hard on ourselves. Like, I don't think I've met, especially I work with women all day. I don't think I've met another woman that was, didn't feel that way. And I think I've learned over time that you just need to give yourself grace. I mean, I remember waking up and thinking, okay, if I want to eat this, I need to work out today and do this. And especially being in the dance aspect of the world, like it just, it surrounds you and it's all over the place. And you've got a lot of pressures coming from all over the place that of course you're going to get into that mindset, especially as a growing, you know, young adult into a woman. Um, and I've just gotten to the point now where I'm like, you know what, if I get a 20 minute work it out in today and that was my time, cool. at least I, again, back to the movement, at least I got that movement. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. I think those are probably the biggest like lessons from, and I don't know if they were set like failures. I, I'm very blessed that I didn't ever have a time where like all my clients just dropped off. You yeah. know, um, it definitely started slow, but it's just kind of grown exponentially from there. So I've been very, very blessed in, in my career life, but I think just keeping those boundaries, man, like that's such a huge thing and giving yourself that grace and that time to say, okay, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't get my hour and a half crazy lift today. That's okay. I didn't clean my whole entire house because my kids were screaming. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard for us to be easy on ourselves in any way and not even easy, but just loving who we are in the moment. Yeah. I think it's always like, well, I didn't do this. So I'm not worthy of this. Like you were saying like, oh, I don't deserve to eat this or I, you know, didn't get in such a hard workout today. And that's also something I can relate to. And yeah. I think it's like you get into this absurd mindset and you don't realize until you have someone to talk to about it you say it verbally and you're like I sound crazy <laughs> you know yeah like I remember I, in like how I had a similar experience where it was like I had to take time off of the gym and I was so stressed because I was like oh I don't I don't have the things I need to get a such good workout and I and I'm you know gonna gain all this weight and in reality it's just like it's irrational it's not reality and um yeah so like in those moments what helped you bring come back to the to yourself what helped you reconnect and think you know what it's okay what what um things did you was there certain things you thought of or yeah definitely I think one of the biggest things I think I just got in such a negative mindset and I'm the kind of person that I try to always like I like to just be happy I think everyone pretty much does but I don't like to be miserable. I don't like to live in this anxious, miserable state. And I definitely got to that spot when I was, you know, restricting myself, whether it was food or 
overexerting myself with exercise because I had eaten something differently or, you know, what have you. But I think just remembering how miserable those thoughts and those feelings are kind of pulled me out of that and made me realize that I don't want to go back there ever mm-hmm. again. If that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I think another thing too, is just slowly giving yourself love. And um, I know that we've talked and touched on this, you know, outside of the podcast, but um, affirmations are huge, whether you believe them or not, just sitting there and saying, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, I'm confident, I'm strong, you know, whatever you need to say, I'm smart, you know, all the things. I think that was one of the bigger things that helped me. And I even practice it today, whether I'm, you know, stressed with work or stressed with, you know, just anything that happens and comes up in your life, just taking a couple seconds and remembering who you are will pull you right back out of it. Mm. It's, it's, it's been a really interesting practice to see. Oh yeah. People need to hear that. They don't realize, like, I, I totally agree about affirmations. It's like, you don't realize how much you need to hear something until you do. Like I had a post in my story too once and I was like bawling because I'm like, I had just done affirmations and I was like, you guys all need to be doing this. Like totally. It's just, it, it makes you like actually realize where your mind is because you are repeating things that you're like, why, like, am I, why do I feel like this disagreement inside? Like, why should I, you know, I, I feel like for me, whenever I say them, it's like, I, I almost feel like a little bit upset inside. And I'm like, where is that coming from? Like, was I, I have like a deep rooted belief that I'm not worthy of this. Totally. So yeah, I love that. And I think affirmations are super powerful and I think they can definitely help you have the confidence you need to go about the things you want to do in life because belief is your most powerful thing, right? Belief is what's going to give you the need, the adrenaline to go and chase your dreams. And people a lot of times don't believe enough in themselves. They don't. And they say they do, but if they did, then they would be more, they would allow themselves to do these things, to have the job they want, to live the life they love, to have the relationship they want, you know? So I love that. Um, and on to a couple of last questions here. Um, I guess we could end with this one. What is the best advice you can give to all the estheticians out there, the aspiring ones to have a clientele and to build an Instagram and be successful like you? Oh, geez. I don't even know if I'm, oh, I almost see, I almost said it. I don't even know if I'm no, worthy, you know, it's that mindset. But, oh, goodness. I think if I could say one thing, well, I will say two things, actually. I'm going to break your, your one thing. Um, get through school. It stinks sometimes, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Um, and you're going to take things from school that you're going to use for the rest of your career. So that would be probably my top thing. Um, and the next thing is just go for it. Even if you don't, like I literally just said, like, I, you know, I don't feel worthy to even be giving that advice, but just go for it. Whether you want to open your own spa or you want to be, you know, have an at-home salon like I do, or, you know, go do Beyonce's makeup. I don't know, you know, just go for it and don't be scared. Yeah. How will you know if you don't try? Exactly. That's, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think people too, they get like nervous of doing things and they allow fear to control them. Totally. I think a, a really powerful uh, affirmation I've been doing is I don't allow anxiety to uh, control my future. Because anxiety is everything in the future. That's like totally. thinking forward and you're just constantly worrying, right? Or you're worried about something. 
past. But yeah, I love that. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I was so happy to have you. And I think people are going to learn an insurmountable amount um, from you just on being an esthetician and having a social media and sharing your life story, sharing your habits. I'm definitely going to take a cold shower tonight. Um, I want to have some energy to you know, finish this podcast, edit everything. Um, But anyways, we're so happy to have you and yeah, we'll be signing off. And I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of Bleeding and Achieving Podcast. Have a good rest of your day.